if you could go back to Christmas Day 2020, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? What a good question. You have great questions. It's going to be okay. Oh, um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 110 of the Between You and Me podcast. My name is Jessica Morris. I'm an Aussie music journalist, and this is a podcast where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal, and change us in church culture. Today, this episode has been a long time coming. Thank you for hanging in there, friends. With the busyness of the Christmas season, I've been trying to get these episodes out, and I'm happy to say that you have this episode before Christmas. And after Christmas, we also have an extra special pre-New Year's episode for you. More details on that coming afterwards, but hang with me here because today's episode is with our friends Jonathan and Emily Martin. It is a special Christmassy episode all about their new Christmas album. And we talk about why they decided to start celebrating Christmas in like July, basically. This is an awesome couple. I was so stoked when they reached out again after we talked Oh, maybe last year or the year before, about worship and what it means to worship as a family. These two have such a passion for God's word, which really captures me. I don't know about you, but I struggle to get excited about the Bible and God's word, but these two just live it so well. So let's jump on right in. There isn't a bio today because you have met Jonathan and Emily Martin before. They are a couple who write worship music and resources together in Nashville, and they've just released a new Christmas album called Tell Me The Story. We're going to leap right into the interview and you are going to hear some of their fantastic new songs. Here we go. Pull out all the decorations, grab a big old evergreen. Put some lights up on the house, let's go do some caroling. Let's silly dance in our own living room and be so merrily. Cause we are bursting with the joy of knowing Christ is King. Let's go build a house of cookies, stuff our stockings till they're full. Put some popcorn on a string, eat a candy cane or two. Let's go to our friend's house and party, gather a family around the fire. Cause we are bursting with the hope eternal life is ours. We will have a happy Christmas, knowing God's with us. Hungry and Emily Martin. It is so, so good to see you both again. You have a Christmas record which is just out this week as we record, I'm pretty sure. That's right. Yes. Tell me about the record and Christmas and 
why you decided to make this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, we uh, we've been actually excited and looking forward to making a Christmas album for several years now. Years. Um, but the time of year that we typically go, we should make a Christmas album has been like July or August, and we're like, oh, it's way too late. We missed it. <laughs> we've missed again. Um, and so we finally uh, decided earlier this year to make one, and we've just wanted to make an album, you know, our heart and passion as songwriters is that we love writing songs full of God's word and um, just kind of taking the essence of different scriptures and writing songs about them. So we really wanted to write um, a song more that's kind of like an Advent album even than than what you would consider a traditional Christmas uh, holiday album. Um, and with this album, we uh, got excited to zoom into the Christmas story and really focus in on Christ's birth mission in uh, his humility. And so that's what this album is yeah. about. Oh, I love that. I was listening to it and it's just gorgeous. You've done such a beautiful job. It it feels like Christmas and also home in the same way. So not like there's like I walk through Target Christmas and then there's like I'm with my family at Christmas and you guys have pulled together the best parts of both of them. <laughs> in this record and I love that I, I love Christmas so this is great <laughs> yeah so it's that beautiful so happy I because I really feel like our heart for this is we were hoping that these songs would prepare hearts for Christmas and just magnify um what we get to experience every year as Christians celebrating the birth of Christ. And so we were hoping that it would kind of prepare everybody um but then make you know, the target trips to Christmas just feel so much better because we feel like we're fueled with why we're celebrating. Yeah. No, it's absolutely beautiful, and I could hear that. Um, how has singing these songs so early in the year prepared your family <laughs> for Christmas? Well, <laughs> there is a Christmas tree downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and it has yes. been there since. It's just early November. It's been there since yeah. uh, September. Actually, so, oh, yeah. I'm so I proud. Think, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <I'm> so proud. <laughs> yeah, we we feel like we've had Christmas like for half a half of a year now already because we started writing these songs um, in, May. in May, and the way that we write is we tend to do we kind of treat our songs almost like research papers. So we we read a lot of things, a lot of devotions, a lot of scripture, and a lot of commentaries, and it's just, it's been so wonderful um, because it's kind of like, you know, the death and resurrection of Christ. You know, there's a specific time of year where we celebrate it, but it's really, um, it's not something that we just have to celebrate at a specific time of the year. And the same thing with, with the birth of Christ. It's so meaningful and so impact, it impacts our, our daily lives really to see God on display through Christ coming even as a baby and and just what that means for us as believers. And it just says a lot of really profound and amazing things about who God is. And so it's been fun to, to be in that space for most of this year. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me extra excited for Christmas this season. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And I, I think so much of the time we can look at Christmas or the birth of, of Christ as this one isolated event that we celebrate once a year instead of 
this event that shows us what God is like and just revisiting it over and over and over again and just letting it fuel our worship and our faith um, and just our relationship with the Lord and getting to know what he's like. So we've really loved it. Um, And yes, we've had, we have had Christmassy decorations up since May um, because when we were writing all of these songs, we were thinking, well, we need some inspiration. So there's, there have been evergreen things all over our house for the last few months. One thing that, if you can pinpoint it, that you have experienced about God this Christmas that is possibly new or refreshed for you, knowing that growing up we have heard and experienced so many Christmases and we've we've read the nativity story so many times. So what is new or what's been fresh for you this year? Yeah, I would say uh, there's been really two things that have, have blown my mind uh, as I've really thought a lot about the Christmas story. And um, it has to do with the fact that um, we can see again who God is through Christ, not only as a man and in his life, but even in his coming, you know, his His willingness to stoop so low as to even come as a baby or like, you know, a lot of times we'll say you can, you can tell who a person is by who they hang around. Well, even in the Christmas story, you know, if you see the people that Jesus is surrounded by or the people that he welcomes to himself, like shepherds and wise men, you know, these Gentile wise men and these lowly shepherds and he's born to a poor mother um, and father who can't even find a place to stay. You know, he's born in a stable, not even in a palace. You know, I, I've said before, it's a relief that at least in the Christmas story, we see a bunch of angels proclaiming his birth because there's finally a moment that's worthy of him, you know, in the Christmas story. Um, But the rest of the time, it just really shows what Jesus says later, which is that he came not to be served, but to serve. Um, And um, that just really speaks a lot to me about who God is and um, how some, how oftentimes we feel like we have to work our way towards him or be good enough for him or serve him as if he needs something from us. When in reality, God comes down to us and, and, and comes down so low in order to lift us up and raise us up with him. And um, that's been beautiful. And, and just with that, 
just being amazed at the humility of Christ, his willingness to come so low. You know, Philippians 2 talks about how um, Jesus emptied himself, taking on our flesh, and um, he even uh, became obedient to the point of death. He humbled himself in that way. And uh, a devotion I read talked about how a lot of times we think of Christ's humility as just him uh leaving heaven or leaving the father or leaving his glory. And and that's true. That's part of his humility, but a big part of his humility is also what he took on. Um, It's kind of, um, it's compared to like us in our roles, like, you know, I'm Jonathan and I am, you know, someone in my own right in that people know me. I have a personality. I have an essence. I have, um, but then if I like go and I wait tables and I put on the uniform of waiting tables in that way, I'm kind of emptying myself so I can be in this role and serve the people in my position. And in the same way, you know, it's the, the word says that Christ emptied himself, taking on our flesh and it's in him taking on our flesh that he, he humbled himself. And that just encourages me. It inspires me. I, I think it's beautiful. It makes me think of the different roles that we're called to like, friend or church member or husband and wife or, or parent, um, that those are roles um, that sometimes empty us and humble us, but that that's a beautiful kind of humbling and it's very Christ-like and, and God honors that. I think for me, it's just been really receiving um, and realizing for myself uh, just in a new way this Christmas um, or just this year that when Jesus came onto the scene uh, for us, that it was planned from the beginning of creation for us, but that it was something that only God could do. I think I've just really felt my own need for Jesus in a new way as we've been writing these songs um, and just so grateful that Jesus entered in to my our darkness and came to do battle with my sin and to save me. I The songs that... Um, that I wrote on the album are really more about the, that theme and just seeing that uh, Jesus didn't come for somewhat good people. Like we don't just tack him on to our traditions. Like he, he is the center of the story and without him, we have absolutely no hope. And I think I just, I really was able to come to that realization in my own heart um, just in a new way. And just to see the beauty of his rescue Um you know, that Isaiah 9 passage that's so familiar, just the prophecy of the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Um, as I was studying for a lot of these songs, I was pairing that uh, with another scripture that we see in Ephesians that says, and you were once darkness and now walk as children of the light. I was reading passages like that and it was just hitting me in a new way of, oh, well, you weren't just in shadow, like we weren't just doing somewhat okay. Like we were in complete darkness before Christ came. And in fact, we were darkness before Christ came. Um, and we couldn't do anything to offer anything great to God or bring anything to the table. We desperately needed the light to come in and break through our darkness. Um, and I think just seeing the reality of that has just grown my my joy and my gratitude at what God has done in sending Jesus and just appreciating the fact that Jesus really did what was impossible for us on so many accounts. Um, and so I, I would say for both of us, just our level of wonder has just 
been magnified this year. And speaking of wonder and miracles, I know that you also had another child this year, um, which, I mean, I was about to say, I imagine I've never had a child, so I can't even fathom how wondrous and challenging, but also miraculous it is. Um, And I know that you already, you have a family, so it's a new addition to your family. Did having, did having a baby change the way that you experience this Christmas or does it just literally add to the wonder of it? knowing that like we're also going through a global pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I do have to say there is something so beautiful about, I mean, that has been about having a newborn in the house Mm -hmm. as we're studying the birth of Christ and thinking about God becoming a baby. Um, I mean, there's been so many mornings where I've been in the word and I'm, I'm nursing or I'm feeding or holding Milo, our son, and um, just having this tangible example in my arms of how dependent he is upon being you know, on me um, and then imagining God lowering himself to that amount of dependency um, is just is is truly mind blowing. Um, and so I've been so grateful for that just tangible reminder of what God has done in getting to see my baby every day as we've been reading these scriptures. What has given you both hope this year and helped you to persevere um, in light of the fact that 
you've uh, having a baby is wonderful but also comes with its own set of challenges just in life and you guys are very well acquainted with that how have you sort of kept hope at the forefront especially knowing as well that music has sort of been slow like you're just about to go back out on tour that COVID is still very much present so to repeat the question I've currently said three times how have you kept hope at the forefront of your lives at this point yeah, I I mean, honestly, I think the more that we truly look at the very real Jesus, the, the more I, I think we can't help but have hope. Um, because like Emily said, um, Jesus came to be a light in our darkness. You know, he came to enter into the hardship that we face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I love even what our church, how our pastors say it, um, because Jesus said things even um, like, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. Um, he's really made it to where we can't lose, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's with us even in our hardships. He's with us um, in our challenges and in our struggles and with our own sin and um, with in the midst of things that seem like chaos and seem so out of control to us, like pandemics that shut down the world, you know. Um, you know, looking at Jesus and remembering what he has to say to us, remembering his promises, remembering that he is God himself drawing near to us in the midst of our real world. Um, it, it's hard to not have hope if you take him at his word, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a, a song on the album called The Impossible. And something that really struck me from a sermon that I was reading was just seeing how Christ enters into our very real world and how God orchestrates all of time and history to fulfill his promise from the very beginning to enter into our world at a very specific time, despite kingdoms and rulers and our own sin and all of the things that, you know, would derail God coming in to fulfill his plan. Nothing was going to derail him. And he, Christ came exactly when God decided that he was going to come for the exact purpose that he came and everything came to pass exactly as it should. And I think if anything, Anytime that we've been overwhelmed this year by just the darkness of our world, sin struggles in our own hearts, just even feeling overwhelmed with different things, it's just been such a reminder that we do have hope, that there is nothing that's going to stop God from being who he says he is and fulfilling his promises. Um, And just the fact that God chose to draw near to us in the reality of our dark and messed up world and our, and our dark and messed up hearts. And it's just been Mm -hmm. such a great reminder at any moment that we feel like we might be despairing or overwhelmed that that's why Christ came. He didn't back up from us. He moved in. I love that. Yeah. One, um, just want to add one final thing that our, our pastor Ray Ortland says, um, which is that because of Christ, because of him coming into the world and, our faith in him, our future is incredibly bright. And that's just a wonderful truth about being a Christ follower is that um, the best days are yet to come, you know. Christ 
prove that God tells the truth. We don't wait on the Lord in vain. Our faith will be sight, we are sure. Cause our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. So come, let us gather and wait upon the Lord as we hope in His promise return. We'll stay alert, we will hold on to His word. Cause our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. What are your plans for Christmas this year? Ooh, well. We are going on tour. We're going to be on tour for the better part of December. And Mm -hmm. then week of Christmas, we are going to be home. We will lock the doors. Make all of the (laughs) sweet things. (laughs) We we have a fun Christmas tradition um, that has quickly become one of our favorite things. Uh, Every Christmas Eve, we always go to... um, we go to our, our church's Christmas Eve service, uh, but then we come home and we get bread bowls from Panera and we make some kind of really fun soup. Because, you know, especially when you lead worship or do music and you might be a part of Christmas Eve services, you might be out late and we're like, what could be something really fun and easy that we could come home to and celebrate on Christmas night or Christmas Eve night? And so we have soup in our bread bowls every Christmas Eve um, and read the Christmas story um, and have a really special night before we go to sleep for Christmas morning. I'm really looking forward to that. But we will be doing all of the Christmasing Christmas week. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for bringing Christmas to us and allowing Christmas to enter your home and your heart so early in the year so that we can truly experience it this December. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's beautiful. It's our honor. We we love getting to share. So, Yeah. You guys are great. I love, I'm always amazed by your hearts to want to worship, but also to lead your family in worship and then to share that with people and equip them to do that. It's so contagious is a really bad word, but, but it, um, you, you pass that on so well. It just, it just radiates from you and your love for God and his word is just amazing. Um, thank you for sharing that because it's not, for me, that's not something that necessarily comes naturally to me. And so when you talk about it, I'm like, that is so cool. That isn't there. That is transforming. And that makes me really excited and helps me to re-engage, especially at Christmas when it's so busy. So thank you both so much for that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. Um, now I've got like a couple of random Christmassy popcorn questions, but yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about with your album or share with the world? Um, I don't think so. It's a 10 song uh, Christmas album that is all original songs. Um, and, and again, it's really kind of more of like an Advent album. And it uh, it is out into the world on all streaming platforms. So you should be able to find it. And we're just excited to, to share it with you. It's called Tell Me the Story. I guess that's another thing we should say. My quick Christmas popcorn questions for you. What is your favorite Christmas movie? <gasps> Ooh, this is hard. Mm-hmm. We've been enjoying a movie called Arthur. Is it Arthur's that Christmas? That one was fun. Yeah, the kids really liked that one. Um, 
I have so many. It's hard to I know choose. We're not being very. We're being kind of lame about. No, it. that's no. okay. I also watch plenty of Christmas movies, so I know the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, I have to say something that I'm really looking forward to because I love so many Christmas movies, but I'm going to see the Chosen Christmas special. I can't wait for that. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I am, I'm obsessed. I love the Chosen. So I cannot wait. Oh, one day. I don't know how it will be a thing, but you also, you should sing on the next Christmas special. I don't know how to make that happen, but it needs to happen. And that would be awesome. (laughs) It would be so cool. We, we wouldn't say no. No, that would be the case. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not, we don't get like the chosen in theatres in Australia. So I'm just hanging out for when it's just released globally for free because that's how I get it yeah. and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, favorite, this might be hard, favorite Christmas carol at this time. Ooh. Mm. I really like Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Oh, yes. That's one of my favorites because I I love how that one really ties together the longing of him coming as a baby, but the longing that we still have as we're waiting for his return. Um, I I just love how it ties together all of those pieces. Yeah, I think O Come Emmanuel is another favorite. It's, It's my favorite. It's one that we do we sing every year and it, for the same reason, it, I think it just expresses the longing of God's people before Christ came, but it also uh, is a reminder of the longing that we still have for his return. Mm -hmm. And so I really like that one as well. Excellent answers. I love that. Um, My last question for you, if you could go back to Christmas day, 2020, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? What a good question. You have great questions. It's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Um, seriously. <laughs> I will survive. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, yeah, probably just saying to ourselves, it's going to be okay. You know, uh, 2021 still had some bumps and bruises, especially the first half with COVID and stuff. Um, but it seems like, I mean, the Lord is faithful and is always Mm -hmm. providing. And, um, it seems like things are starting to have a positive trajectory. So. Yeah. yeah. I think thinking about us Christmas last year, it was, you know, we were all still thinking, are things going to change around the new year? Probably not because there was like resurgences of things. And I think we were just both wondering like, Lord, what's next? Like, You've provided all year long and we've made it by your grace. But like, what's next if the world is still shut down And it? Um, I think just to remember that the Lord had been faithful to us all 2020 and that he was going to, as our pastor reminded us a couple weeks ago, that God's mercies are new every morning. Uh, He reminded us uh, one Sunday morning that they're not yesterday's mercies. They're not borrowed mercies or worn out mercies. They're new mercies for each day that are specific to each day. And just to remember that in 2021, God was going to have fresh new things for us in his word, in our, in our lives, um, in our ministry together, and to just trust him for that. And um, it's so just beautiful to see on this side of 2020 that that was absolutely true. And we're just really thankful. 
Friends, I hope that that put you in the holiday spirit. I know that this isn't necessarily an easy time of year um, and that we're going through stuff right now, that we have a lot of friends who are also working through grief and we have friends who were impacted by the tornadoes um, in various parts of the US recently. I hope that this episode gave you a little bit of respite and reminded you about the magic of Christmas in the middle of that. You can connect with Jonathan and Emily now. Find them on Instagram at Jonathan and Emily Martin. You'll find them online at jonathanandemilymartin.com. Their Christmas album, Tell Me the Story, which includes all the songs you heard on this podcast episode, is available on all streaming platforms now. If you're really enthusiastic, go and buy it. It's always great for independent artists, yeah? But go and stream it. Put it on your Spotify playlist. And bonus, we have actually created our own Christmas music playlist for you, which includes a track by Jonathan and Emily, because we have so many friends who have made amazing Christmas music this time of year. Plus, anyone who knows Christian music knows that, like, Christmas carols are our thing. Like, have you really released an iconic album of Christian music if you haven't yet released a Christmas record? Like, just think of Amy Grant here, or Reliant K. Okay, you wouldn't call them a Christian band, but because they stepped outside of that. But still, like, their album, Let It Snow, Let It Reindeer, is just phenomenal. I digress. I'm a big fan of Christmas, as you can tell. This episode is short and sweet because I know it's a busy time of year. So have a really happy and safe holidays and Christmas. If this time of year is stressful for you or challenging, I hear you. Take it one breath at a time. Remember, you can always listen to old episodes. Give yourself some time to recharge you don't have to prove yourself this time of year. You don't have to be perfect or you, and you don't have to be everything to everybody. Just be present, do what you can and, and know that's enough. Now, before I wrap up by saying, hey, would you go and like us on Instagram, which you can do, we're at Between You Me Pod. And before 
I say, can you give us a Christmas present of rating us on Apple Podcasts, which would be rad. I do want to tell you about our surprise episode, which isn't so surprising anymore, uh, that's coming up next week. We are speaking to the wonderful Mariah Smallbone. Longtime members of the Between You and Me family know we've spoken to Mariah before. She gave us one of our most popular episodes. This woman has gone from being like a solo powerhouse to being an actress. Uh, she's now producing her own music. She's been part of a band called Trella. She has edited her own magazine. And earlier this month, she finally released her EP Live from the Quarry. I had the absolute privilege of catching up with Mariah over Zoom and we chatted about the EP and about what she's up to now. It was so good catching up with her and this EP is truly dynamite. So in the middle of like your Boxing Day, do you have Boxing Day in the US? It's like the day after Christmas. But in the middle of your post-Christmas New Year lull, in that time frame, there will be a new episode coming up for you that you can sit and listen to and enjoy. This one's a real life-giving one, and I'm so proud of it. Okay, I think I basically advertised everything then that we've got to. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I will see you just after Christmas with a new episode. Stay safe, my friends. Stay well. Here's to hope. The first Noel Was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay, in fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so
Sing praises to our 